the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, help me welcome the great Larry Elder. Thank you so much for having me. As you know, I need 40,000 individual donors in order to qualify for that first debate uh, in Milwaukee on August 23rd. And the amount can be as small as $1. Just go to my website, LarryElder.com. Brandon, I know your folk can contribute $1. I know you got 40,000 people who can do just that. And if you want me to get up there and talk about some of the things that I think our side, Brandon, is not talking enough about, if at all, and they include the number one social problem in America by far is the epidemic, not of COVID, the epidemic of fatherlessness. 70% of black kids enter the world without a father in the home, married to the mother, up from 25% back in 1965. In fact, 25% ran in of white kids now into the world without a father in the home, married to the mother. And the stats are clear. Even Barack Obama once quoted these stats. If you're raised without a dad, you're five times more likely to be poor and commit crime, nine times more likely to drop out of school, and 20 times more likely to end up in jail. What we've done since the mid-60s when Democrat Lyndon Johnson launched the so-called war on poverty, we have incentivized women to marry the government and incentivized men to abandon their financial and moral responsibility. And Brandon, nobody but nobody, including Donald Trump, as much as I revere him, is even talking about this. Brandon, I'm out, uh, you know, I live in L.A., and recently, right outside L.A., there's a suburb called Glendale, where I used to do my radio show for Salem. There was a one of these mob smash and grabs where 30 to 40,000 people, they appear to be mostly young, they're wearing masks, so it's hard to tell their race. But based on the one that they caught and based on the smash and grabs I've seen in cities like uh, L.A. Uh, and Chicago uh, in recent times, these appear not to be white supremacists. They appear to be young people of color. And i got to tell you, Brandon... I don't know about you, but if I were involved in something like that, I'd be far more afraid of my father than I would be of the police catching me. And these kids are afraid of neither, because one of the things this lie that Democrats have been pushing about systemic racism has done is it caused caused a lot of cops to quit, uh, to retire early. There are manpower shortages in L.A. There are thousands of officers short uh, in places like New York. Uh, and these kids know this. And when you decrease the chance of getting caught, you you, you increase the chances of, of, uh, of more crime. Uh, and what's going on here is a whole bunch of people around America, because the cops are demoralized, they're not engaging in proactive policing. Even the mayor of Chicago, Rahm Emanuel, said the police in Chicago, after a high-profile shooting of a black suspect, had gone fetal. And there are thousands of, let's call them excess casualties, most of them are the black and brown people that people on the left claim that they care about. And then there's this, Brandon. There is a disaster known as K-12 through urban education. Just to pick two cities, Baltimore. There are 13 public high schools in Baltimore, I kid you not, where 
percent mm. of the kids can do math at grade level, and another half a dozen, only one percent can. And in Chicago, there are 53 government schools, zero percent of the kids can do math at grade level. Yet the Democratic Party opposes school choice because the teachers are often their largest funder, even as the party elites, whether it's Barack Obama or Gavin Newsom or Joe Biden, have their own kids in private schools. If I can put those issues front and center, even if I'm not the party nominee, I will feel I've given back to my party, and far more important, I've given back to my country. And that is why I'm doing this, Brandon. I love that, Larry. You know, I have a tremendous amount of respect for you, man. You're incredible. And I think the things that you're saying right now are things that we do need to talk about. I was just at a town hall uh, last night in San Diego with Salem. Me and Mike Gallagher was on, were on stage at the local station there. Um, and we talked about a lot of issues. And at one point during the conversation that I brought up, hey, we, why? I looked at the room and, and it was not a lot of uh, Americans of African descent there. And I said, well, why is that? You know, what What are we doing as a party to right. elevate the messaging and talk about the issues that are plaguing uh, black America so they know that we are the party, we are the side that, that is supportive of them? But I want to get to a couple other questions, uh, Larry, because, you know, people are going to look at this and they're going to say, Donald Trump is the front runner. He's 60-some percent of the vote, you know, or he has 60-some percent of the support. So they'll say, well, why would you run – um, against Donald Trump, do you think that you have an opportunity to win? Um, talk to us about um, sure. that dynamic. Sure. First of all, I'm not running against Donald Trump. I'm running against Biden Harris. Uh, Donald Trump uh, will very likely, based upon the, what we're seeing right now, be the party nominee. And if so, I will campaign for him if asked to do so, as I did in 2016, as I did in 2020. I am running to make sure that whoever the nominee is, he or she puts forth these issues that we're talking about. And regarding what you said about the town hall, not a black, not a lot of a black voices there. That's because black people have been deluded into thinking that Republicans are the bad guys and Democrats are the good guys. Never mind the Democratic Party is a party of slavery, the party of Jim Crow, the party whose members founded the KKK. They're the party of the Southern Manifesto. They're a party of Dred Scott, a Democrat appointed the chief justice of that Supreme Court decision, Roger Taney. They're the party of the Southern Manifesto. They're the party that is destroying the black family. They're the party that voted less as a percentage uh, for the Civil Rights Act of 64 than Republicans. And they are the party that are standing in the way of black kids getting a better education, K through 12, in the inner city. And for all the people, Brandon, who are ready to call me the black face of white supremacy, as I was called when I ran for governor because I was saying many of these same things. I offer them this question. How do you explain 50% of the homicides in this country are committed by black people almost always uh, are 60%, excuse me, 50% of the homicide victims in America are black, almost all killed by other black people. How do you explain that 60% of the homicides Robberies, shootings in America are committed by black people, often against other black people. How do you explain a young black man aged 10 to 43 is 13 times more likely, according to the Center for Disease Control, to be murdered than a young white man, same demo? If not for the absence of fathers, how would you explain it? Are you ready to say that black people are just genetically inclined to commit more crime? I doubt it. So if you have a better explanation for it, I would like to hear it. And our side does not talk about it, Brandon, because of a fear of being called, if you're black, of the black face of white supremacy or an Uncle Tom. If you're white, the fear is being called uh, racist 
or the fear is that you are going to be perceived as dissing the hard job that single moms uh, and often grandparents have done to raise these kids on their own. The left does not talk about it because they caused it. It is the number one social problem in America. And for crying out loud, let's please have a conversation about it. And if I do nothing but force the, the, the likely nominee to talk about this, I've done my job for my party. And more importantly, I've done my job for my country. Let's talk about your book. The book is titled As Goes California, My Mission to Rescue the Golden State and Save the Nation. Uh, talk to us a little bit about the book and how or, or why you wrote the book and, the, and kind of what you want to convey to the people. Well, I wrote the book to give the rest of the country a warning about what happens to your state when you have single party domination, as we've had in California for years. As you know, there is a supermajority of Democrats in the Senate, a supermajority of Democrats in the Assembly. Republicans need not even show up for work. So they pass one brain dead after brain dead, freedom sapping, job killing bill after another. You have a governor, for example, that signed legislation to set up the reparations panel, even though California wasn't even a slave state. Uh, this is a guy who has backed all of these soft on crime initiatives and these soft on crime DAs, and crime is going up. Uh, in L.A., in San Diego, uh, in Los Angeles, and again, primarily in the inner city where black and brown people live, the people that people like Gavin Newsom purport to care about. I talk about how he used COVID as an excuse to shut down the state in a more severe way than did any of the other 49 governors. Because of the way he shut down the state, a third of all restaurants in California are now gone forever, and these are primarily thinly capitalized mom-and-pop restaurants often owned by black and brown people, again, the very people on the left that people purport to care about. California, the average price of a home in California is 175% above the national average because of the marriage between the Democrats uh, and the environmentalists that hate, hate, hate any kind of development. So there are a million fewer housing units in California than would otherwise be the case if it weren't for the power uh, that these environmentalists have over the Democrats. You name the brain dead issue uh, and uh, Gavin Newsom is behind it, including outlawing the sale of new gas powered cars by 2035, whether or not people want them. Are you kidding me? And then two days after he issued that, uh, that edict, he issued a energy alert saying that please, if you own an EV, and only right now 2.9% of all vehicle owners in California own an EV. If you own an EV, please don't charge it in peak hours because it will tax our energy grid. Yet he wants all the cars in California eventually to be EVs and already our energy grid is being taxed. This is what's going on. That is why for the first time in 170 years, people are leaving California. We've lost in about two and a half, three years, 500,000 people, and they've taken their tax dollars with them, including people like Elon Musk, who over the years would have paid billions of state income taxes to California. Those kinds of monies are gone. And so this is a warning about what would happen to the country uh, if the California policies are exported to the other 49 countries. As you well know, Gavin Newsom wants to become president, if not this cycle, the next cycle. And I'm warning the country uh, by reading my book, as goes California, my mission to rescue the Golden State and save the nation. It is a warning about what would happen if the same left-wing policies, the environmental extremist policies, the anti-wealth creators policies infect the rest of the country. I love that, Larry. And also, the forward is written by the great uh, Candace Owens, who I have so much respect for. And and you, I think you wrote the forward in her book. Uh, yeah, so she wrote the blackout. I wrote the forward for that. And so she's returned the favor and written the forward for this. <laughs> 
Brandon, a few other things, too, that I think I bring to the table regarding running for president. As you know, we just had this debt ceiling standoff. We have that every now and then. Everybody knows that sooner or later, somebody's going to blink and the debt ceiling is going to be raised because no party wants to be held responsible for what might happen in the event that we default on our debt. Also, every now and then we have this standoff on whether or not we're going to fund the government. And it's been proven that if you are perceived as a party that shut down the government, you're going to get hurt in the polls. So nobody wants to shut down the government. So government gets bigger and bigger and bigger, largely because the major so-called entitlements programs, Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security, Obamacare, child programs, are on automatic pilot. And if you run promising to reform these kinds of programs, you are going to lose elections because the other side is going to accuse you of not caring about the sick, the poor, the elderly. The only way to get a handle on these on these policies, the only way for real structural reform is with an amendment to the Constitution to fix spending to a certain percentage of the GDP. I'm recommending just 10 percent with exceptions for war and for natural disaster. That way, politicians whose first goal all, all too often is to get elected, the second goal all too often is to get reelected. That way, when the politicians have to emerge from a room, having made serious dramatic reform, they can say to the voters, please don't punish me. The law made me do it. And on my website, LarryYoda.com, I've got model legislation that states can adopt to get rid of these soft on crime George Soros back DAs that are wreaking havoc all over America. And I'm going to sign an executive order when I become president so that families uh, of the of the president and the vice president cannot conduct this kind of graft, whether it's Hunter Biden or whether it's uh, Jared Kushner. It's all bad. And Brandon, let me give you a cynical reason to vote for Larry Elder. <laughs> both my parents are no longer with us, unfortunately. Uh, both my two brothers are no longer with us, unfortunately. I have no kids, so I have nobody to graft for. I have nobody to graft <laughs> for. So if for no other reason, that's a good reason to vote for Larry Elder. Uh, I love it, man. And I love your comedic relief, Larry. It, you know, it, it will, it, it is going to be a tremendous, a tremendous sight to see you get on that debate stage and bring up all of these incredible points and do it with a comedic relief and do it also seriously with facts. I have not seen anybody, um, with the amount of knowledge, with the amount of vigor and confidence and love of the country, in these are that's running for president in 2024 as you have there are other people that can speak well but they're not relatable you know they can talk well they can they can say all these big words and they know how to go out and present some people out pumping gas but they ain't pumping gas you know it's it, it just so many people that that i think are wet napkins that are running uh for president and i don't know why they have their name in the in the, in the in the race, but I think that you add a tremendous value and somebody needs to combat what's going on in California. A lot of these people are out of touch with what's going on in California. California is the biggest state, biggest economy, um, and can be the biggest detriment if their policy spread. I, I want to hear again, just, I want to touch on this real quick. We got one minute. Do you really think Gavin Newsom can pop up in this election in 2024, given the fact that Biden is half dead? I do not. If Biden can fog up a mirror, he will be the nominee. And if he can't fog up a mirror, it will be Kamala Harris, because the Democrats are all about identity politics. Uh, James Clyburn extracted a promise from Joe Biden when he endorsed him to make sure the first uh, nominee would be a black female. Gavin Newsom, when it appeared that Dianne Feinstein might not finish her term, said he's going to appoint a black female. Joe Biden, of course, uh, chose a black female to run for him. Blacks are the most loyal part of the Democratic Party, and black females are even more loyal than men. They will be livid if Kamala Harris is dropkicked for a white dude like like uh, like Newsom or Mayor Pete. Believe me, they are stuck with Kamala Harris. She will be the nominee if Joe Biden is not. 
Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership program offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.